Hey, welcome back to Inside Four Walls, and now let's get right into it. Anheuser Busch denies claim it fired two top marketing executives responsible for Bud Light disastrous Dylan Mulvaney campaign and maintains pair are on leave of absence. Now, yesterday, all Monday and Tuesday, a lot of people came out reporting that Heiner Sheed and another executive over at the Anheuser Busch company had been let go. That, however, according to the company itself, is not true. Now, some people are going to argue that behind the scenes it is. I genuinely don't think they're smart enough to fire these people. I said before, I maintain that stance. So far, everything seems to suggest that that stance is correct. Now, will they be fired down the road? Quite possibly, perhaps. Now, also, stay tuned for after this article... There's going to be a special Inside the Field presentation from me, tr uh, yours truly. So let's hop right into this article, shall we? Anheuser-Busch executive denied reports the company fired Group VP of Marketing, Daniel Blake, and Bud Light Marketing VP, Alisa Heinersheed. The two were said to be taking a leave of absence amid the backlash for their decision to feature male tiktok star dylan mulvaney in a commercial uh inaccurate it was a can that was meant to be a one-off can sent just to dylan and it was not supposed to be used in any advertising or marketing but dylan mulvaney went and advertised it and marketed it all over the place even though the company did not uh did not want that questions have remained ever since on tuesday reports swirled that they were officially fired from their position. This article is by Melissa Ke uh, Melissa Knowing for Daily Mail, published the 27th of June. By the time you see this, it will be the 28th of June, most likely. But it was recently updated. So let's get into it. Anheuser-Busch executives have seemingly denied reports that the company fired two top marketing executives who were fired who were found, sorry, responsible for Bud Light's disastrous Dylan Mulvaney campaign. Old history, don't need to relive it for you. The Daily Caller reported on Tuesday that the beer giant officially fired Group Vice President of Marketing Daniel Blake and Bud Light Marketing Vice President Elisa Heinesheed, citing text messages with an unknown regional marketing leader at the company. Blake and Heinerschid were said to be taking a leave of absence amid backlash for their decision to feature the trans trans TikToker in the March Madness commercials. March. March, April, May, June. And we are almost out of June. So it's coming up on five months. Five fucking months that this has been going on. That is insane. March Madness. My. March. April. May. June. Then it would be July. Yeah. Coming up on five months. Wild. Remember, everyone was saying, oh, this is going to be a little flash in the pan. And then other boycotts started to pop up. And other marketing disasters started to pop up. And people saying... Oh, well, this is just a way. This is just a trend. It'll be over before you know it. Nothing's going to come of this. Yada, 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 yada. And look at what's happened. Tons of companies have lost billions of dollars. Not only have they lost billions of dollars on the stock market here, 
They've also seen their ESG value scores tank as well. This is an absolute win across the board, and the boycotts have been proving to be an unwavering success. And every time they tell you, oh, well, with Bud Light, like, Bud Light's a specific one right here. Target's the same similar stories, but Bud Light, right? Oh, it's over. People are done. People are going to start drinking Bud Light again. And then it's just, it doubles down. It gets worse and worse and worse. This has been a bad Pride Month for the Pride community. And me, on the other hand, I've been loving every goddamn second of it. And when approached by DailyMail.com earlier this month, a friend of Heinerschitz said, quote, She's not supposed to talk about it. She can't. But in a statement to DailyMail.com, a spokesperson for Anheuser-Busch said they were still both on a leave of absence. Why do they have these broken light bulb looks? I don't know how to describe it. Broken light bulb people. Look at their eyes. It's the same sort of like, can eyes be monotone? If that makes any sense. <sighs> I've got my Gus Iron Films and more of the smoke. It is bad. It's been getting actively denser and denser over here. Given the circumstances, Elisa, Alyssa has, not, has decided to take a leave of absence, which we support, the spokesperson said, adding that Daniel is also taking a leave of absence. I'm not interested uh, in the interest of our employees' safety and privacy. We're not providing any additional information. The statement echoes the once Anheuser-Busch executives made in April when it announced that the marketing executives decided to temporarily step down. I really regret burning this incense. My whole face is all watery. Ugh. Quote, Given the circumstances, Alyssa has decided to take a leave of absence, which we support. Our, uh, Daniels has also decided to take a leave of absence, the company said at the time. But questions remained about their sudden, de uh, their sudden departures in the aftermath, especially when Anheuser later claimed that, that the decision to work with Mulvaney was made by an outside agency without management awareness or approval. Again, that just doesn't quite add up, though. How? How does a multi-billion dollar company like Anheuser-Busch approve it? I know it's one can, but how does not one higher up know about it? All their cans, all their technology, all that stuff had to be used to make one. One customized can. I mean, all sorts of special edits and everything had to be put in. Someone had to have caught wind of this, and they were okay with it. It's the, it's, it's that. It's that, that little, like... Little bits of things just don't quite add up. And all they had to do was apologize. Shame. Shame. And what did they apologize for? It's that they lied. They immediately came out and started gaslighting people. And they doubled down on the gaslight over and over and over and over and over. That's what they should have apologized for. By Tuesday, reports were swirling that Heinerschied, Heinerschied, and Blake had officially been fired from their position at Anheuser-Busch. As an unidentified source at the company told the Daily Caller executives only claiming they were on a leave of absence to avoid a lawsuit. Well, I mean, there is already talks of a massive Joy Ashton lawsuit. I've reported on it here before. People, uh, and it's mainly with Target and other companies. There's massive lawsuits being built up and filed and organized for shareholders who saw a massive hit in their stock portfolio because of a dereliction of duty when it came to operating with the stockholders' best interests at heart. But 
Uh, that's a fiduciary lawsuit. And when they'll start to come, we will talk about those. But moving on. And, then, and again, with the daily, or uh, with the anonymous sources and the unnamed sources, that's why I'm always very critical and very cynical when it comes to these things. Uh, whenever I, I have to deal with the anonymous source, I make sure I say it in some goofy monkey tone. Quote, to my understanding, if we publicly announced the word fire, it would open up the potential for us to, for them to sue us. That's why we said leave of absence, the source said, adding, quote, the wholesalers <laughs> would have had an absolute heyday with leadership if they didn't remove Heinerschid. Wholesalers were told, uh, were told they are both gone for good by leadership during an in-person conversation, an in-person conversation, the source claimed. They already shifted all their direct re uh, reports to new people and the head of marketing. He added that he thought Blake was actually awesome. Quote, I think he was just caught in the crossfire, the source said. But also, he did hire her, so that's her fault. Man, you know, I'm not really going to talk here, but this is an unfortunate face. Look at this. Jeez. Ooh, how old is she? Like... Oh, God, what's his name? Will, um... Ah... Uh, looks like the motherfucker who played the Green Goblin back in the day. That's rough. Moving on. Blake is a nine-year veteran of Anheuser-Busch and oversaw marketing for both Bud Light and Budweiser. He served as Group VP of Marketing for Budweiser and Value Brands before being promoted in May 2022 to group vice president of Anheuser-Busch's mainstream brands. He had also served at the company as vice president of the company's value brands. In his position, Blake was responsible for hiring Heinerschied to overhaul Bud Light's marketing in June 2022 with the vision of freshening up its image, which it didn't need to do because despite all the claims of, well, people who actually more relate to inflation because that was a cope they peddled for a while, Investors were seeing all-time highs in returns of investment when it came to just days before the Dylan Mulvaney Bud Light uh, boycott began. So, no, it was doing fine. This woman, fresh out, out of all the special elite colleges, with her thumb and her head firmly up her ass, reading her breakfast from the earlier semester she was in, decided to shake up and rock the fucking boat when it didn't need to be. And consequences ensued. We now have what is dubbed both the Mulvaney effect and the Bud Light effect. So, you know, it seems to be really taken off. Just a few months before the company's taken off is a bit of an understatement. The company's released its controversial ad. Blake announced a new era for Bud Light as he shared an article about the beer's sophisticated decision to feature a female main character in its Super Bowl ad. A post to LinkedIn shortly before that also opined, pardon me, <sighs> sorry, on how everyone is connected through the same American spirit, values, and of course, Budweiser. Ah, this is a vintage video right here. 
You know what's really funny? There are these studies and these stats that have come out and they suggest that people who lean conservative tend to be more attractive. And I have to ask, you know, why is it that so many of the women on the left look like this? This two by four, literally fucking insane woman. I think number one, you know, I'm a businesswoman. Walmart. I had a really clear job to do. Like, why does she look have to look like a Walmart Matt Smith? Like, it is severely unfucking fortunate When I took over Bud Light. And it was, this brand is in decline. It's been in decline for a really long time. And if we do not attract young drinkers to come and drink this brand, there will be no future for Bud Light. So I had this super clear mandate. It's like, we mm-hmm. need to evolve and elevate this incredibly iconic brand. And my, what I brought to that was a belief in- anywhere between the ages okay, of what 25 is, what, are, what does evolve 50. and elevate mean? It means inclusivity. It means shifting the tone. It she means got, having a campaign hands. that's truly inclusive and feels lighter and brighter and different eyes. and appeals to women and to men. Mm-hmm. And representation is at sort of the heart of evolution. You've got to see people who reflect you in the work. And we have this hangover. Bro. I mean, like, she built, like, had salad been kind of a brand of like, what is that side bratty, kind of out-of-touch humor, and it was really important. And never forget that, that she was busted partying so up. Anyway, listen, I'm not going to pretend that there isn't so much more work to do from a business results perspective and, of course, from a representation perspective, but I feel like you you have to put your money where your mouth is when you're trying to evolve a brand and elevate it and bring in new consumers. So that's been incredibly important to me. Mm-hmm. I think mm, number one words that have you know, aged I'm... well. Now never forget, right? Fratty image. And I did a whole episode about this and everything, but I will leave a link to this article in the description below. For being someone who's so anti frat party antics, why is it that you are yourself into the very lifestyle that you fucking condemn? And mind you, a lot of these photos are just the ones that they could post. And some of them just aren't loading, but there's a lot of, like, uh... Ooh, dubious behavior with some, uh, questionable choice in outfit and attire is worn publicly. But let's get back into the main story at hand, shall we? Rules for the not for me, right? Heinerschid, meanwhile, touted her strategy to ditch Bud Light's fratty reputation and embrace inclusivity to attract a young generation of drinkers in an interview just days before the Mulvaney ad was released. I'm a businesswoman. I had a really clear job to do when I took over Bud Light and it was this brand is in decline, she said, which it wasn't. Quote, it's been in decline for a really long time and if we do not attract young drinkers too, come and drink this brand, there will be no future for Bud Light. Quote, So I have this super clear mandate. It's like, we need to evolve and elevate this incredibly iconic brand. What does evolve and elevate mean? It means inclusivity. It means shifting the tone. It means having a campaign that is truly inclusive and feels lighter and brighter and different. And it appeals to women and men. And re- uh, representation is <clears throat> is it sort of the heart of evolution. 
you've got to see people who reflect you in the work. And we had this hangover. I mean, Bud Light had been a kind of brand of fratty, kind of out of touch humor. And it really, and it was really important that we had another approach, she said. In an earlier interview with Forbes, she gave the same mandate. Quote, as the first woman, big mistake right there, first red flag, right? As the first whammon, sorry, independent whammon, to lead the biggest beer brand in the world, formerly the biggest beer brand in the world, by the way, it is an amazing opportunity to really evolve and elevate Bud Light, this brand I love. Wow. You love it in the same way that X loved his girlfriend in that elevator, the same way Chris Brown loved Rihanna, the same the same way that uh, Chris Benoit loved his family, right? This campaign is meant, quote, this campaign is meant to feel different, to be lighter and brighter, with a confidence and magneticism. And it's really critical that despite real people and to depict real people and real places, she said, what I need to do to help this brand to evolve is my passion point. Heinrichs' job was taken over by Todd Allen, who recently served as global vice president of Budweiser. Bud Light is continuing to reel from the efforts of Dylan Mulvaney's marketing campaign. The sales dropped. Well, that's interesting because if her job was taken over by Todd, then uh, I don't tell you. With sales dropped 26.8% for the week ending June 10th, the worst week-on-week performance since the early April ad. It's deeper drop from the week ending in uh, ending on June 3rd, which saw a 24.4% drop according to a Bump Williams Consulting Nelson IQ. The new low beats the previous worst, an almost 26% drop for the week ending May 25th. It comes after Bud Light lost its crown as America's best-selling beer to Modelo, a Mexican lager brewed by a by Grupo Modelo, which is owned by Ah uh, uh, Not True, Not True. It is not owned by Anheuser Busch, and it is not manufactured by Bud Light. It is owned by Constellation Brands in the U.S. That is fake news. Daily Mail research is not hard. Like I said, stay tuned. I work. My side job is in the beer industry right now, right? So, well, one of my side jobs, I do like gig apps, shift apps, gig economy type stuff. But Constellation Brands, the Corona Medella U.S. brand licenses are exclusively owned by Constellation Brands. Out of state, you know, outside of the U.S., you're right. Anheuser-Busch and InBev, InBev specifically, own the rights to uh, distribute Modelo. But in the States, Modelo is owned by Constellations, an independent brewery. I hate to break it to you, bud. Not Anheuser-Busch. If you buy Modelo, you are technically supporting a family-owned business. At least here in the U.S. And it's good. I kind of still prefer yingling, but, you know, it is what it is. Moving on. But, yeah. Which is owned by Bud Light Manufacturing Hazard Bush outside of the U.S. 
and have to push other U.S. brands, including Budweiser, McClub Ultra, Natural Light, have also seen significant de- decline in sales since the controversy. But is down 10%, while Natty Light and McClub are down 23 and 2.4%, respectively. There appear to be no comments, so that being said, I will now let you watch this special presentation where, uh, you know, it's definitely not me getting inside information for you guys right now, because let me tell you right now for some greater context. They are, uh, how do I put this? Right now, Miller Distributors and independent companies that specialize in distributing independent brewery companies, they are seeing record high sales in the many hundreds of millions of dollars. And they're seeing the amount of semi-trucks coming in and out of their distribution centers double, if not triple. It is insane. Meanwhile, Bud Light and Anheuser-Busch distribution place places are not are seeing the amount of trucks and sales dwindle it is not phenomenal on the other side of the spectrum meanwhile all miller and like independent distributors again record high numbers you know pushing uh pallets of beer and pallets of kegs bottles cans you name it uh going rapidly like to the point where there were everyone's working extra hours i can't speak at every miller distribution center but i had a good number of them so that being said this has been inside four walls i have been your student medicine and i shall talk to you guys later hey guys i'm definitely not filming at work at a miller distribution center it's nothing besides Miller that were backward on because we had to buy multiple, multiple times to the Miller that stopped and sell because we've seen about a 15% increase week after week for Miller products. Meanwhile, the Anheuser-Busch facility only a few miles away from us is like laying people off and shutting down. So I'm kind of hiding off in the corner so no one sees me filming. So to kind of put into perspective what you're looking at, we only have so many loading bays. And as you can see, that truck's getting ready to get loaded up and leave. They've been coming in and out rapidly. We've been filling up truck after truck after truck, trailer after trailer after trailer. Apparently, uh, no one's seen numbers like those. So yeah, just pallets and pallets and pallets of all Miller products. We need to go on trucks that are coming in and out rapidly. We usually only do 24 in a day, and we're doing 50, 60 or more. So. Like, people are just buying it. Meanwhile, no Anheuser-Busch products. Like I said, the Anheuser-Busch location in town is actually doing massive layoffs right now. Because no one wants to buy their shitty fucking product. As you can see, sale and rebate. Different store, different Kroger's, not even a Myers. Still, 
so much unsold shit. It's on the floors. It's still on pallets. New sales stickers on everything. It's even the Miller items now, too. And everything has a rebate on it. Rebate. Rebate. Then we're going to go over here. Turn the corner. As you can see, rebate. Because no one fucking wants Bud Light products. This shit's garbage, and no one wants it. You support and push this shit on kids and parents and people who buy your beer don't want it. The point where people who do drink your beer, well, it's a tell of what they view and what they believe. And make fun of them for it. And keep the boycott going, because look at this. It's beautiful. Every store I go to, regardless of the store, there's inevitably a bunch of unsold, unsold Miller and Bud Light products. And now it's all sorts of other things, too. It's a bunch of other drinks on here. And meanwhile... Independent breweries are the only ones with empty slots going on. Then as you get over here into the Miller and Anheuser-Busch products, it's back to unsold garbage. Why? Because the boycotts work. I'm Rumble. And I'm YouTube. YouTube, why are you dressed like that? Well, I've been seeing a lot of violations in the community lately, so I'm enforcing that. You mean like people not following your policies? Strike one! Uh, what if someone tells the truth, but it's labeled as misinformation? Strike two! Wow, what if I want to ask questions and have different opinions on things? Strike three! You're out of here! Now what? You may appeal to me in 30 days. Thankfully, we encourage diverse opinions and new ideas. Strike four! Dude, what? There's no such thing as four strikes. And I'm not even on your platform. Strike five! All right, I'm out. You're crazy. Later, dude. Strike six!